0: El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN 24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN 24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita.
2: All right, guys. In honor of National One Hit Wonder Day, oh, who knew? My question to you guys is. What's your favorite One Hit Wonder, Jamie? Ooh, good question. Uh, Snow's Informer. Oh, oh my
3: God, Informer! Yeah. A lucky boom boom you know down. Was was like my life for a long time. <laughs> a a lucky boom Even though, Boon
2: Boon
4: though Boon I don't know what it means.
3: Come okay. with a nice young lady, intelligent. All right, forget it.
2: Uh, Eddie,
4: <laughs> I say the thong song. I know Cisco had a lot of hits with Drew Hill, but they weren't just him. So okay,
3: oh, okay. all right. Interesting.
4: Okay, right. got that was a serious answer for thong yeah. song. Yeah, 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 I know. I know. Like, people are like, well,
5: Cisco. And I like Hill. And-
4: <laughs> um, yeah, I'm no. going
3: to say my little one hit, uh, my one hitter for weed, because it always makes me feel wonder. Full. <laughs>
2: Uh, okay, it's, that wasn't the type. Mine is uh, Pan con Queso. I don't know if you heard the group uh, Juan Bago and No back in 2011. Went you're, super viral. You're calling uh, yourself a one-hit wonder? Uh, that song was an international one-hit wonder. So was this question just for you to just mention? I'm like... Your, <laughs> mention that. Are you, you just your set up this question to just mention that? It's still available His on His new name is not Juan Spotify. Bago, it's
3: Juan Ego. Okay. <laughs> the Latino Podcast.
2: Time out. Can we start, Rachel? Take I'm so two. sorry. I know. Keep
3: it going. Okay, Here we go. go. One, two, three. Yo, 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 Where the brr, guns i Frank,
2: brr, I miss you. Guns.
3: Frank, come home, please. I miss you so much.
2: Wait, that sounded like a horse. <laughs> That's a musket. That's a are we a musket. doing animals now? I didn't get the memo, bro. Can we
3: just try one more time? All right, let's it like, one more time. Those wow. are your best no. guns? Who knew Frank
2: was so valuable? Like... He has
3: such a good gun sound. With oh his my mouth. god! You guys sound terrible. I'm, I'm sorry. You...
4: All right. Well, right, let's do it again. Let's go. Good
2: All, right, go. okay. All
3: right, here we go. I'm gonna pretend. Okay. remember. <laughs> All, All right, yo 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 Now.
2: Okay. I think we did pretty well.
3: Okay. Keep thinking that. Hi, everybody. This is the Latinos Out Loud podcast. This mm-hmm. is episode three of season four, a.k.a. Mike.
2: Episode 71.
3: Wow. 71 episodes.
2: 71 episodes. Mm.
3: You We're still friends. That's,
2: uh, yeah. That's yeah. Amazing. Uh, yeah. Still. While the show goes on. Yeah. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Not Hi.
3: awkward. Yeah. I'm Rachel La Loca.
2: <laughs> Hi, I'm Michael Diaz.
5: Hey, I'm Jamie Fernandez. Hi, I'm Eddie V.
3: You never oh, say your you, name wait, that way.
2: You yeah, never, you do your cough though. We have a routine. Well, you Did said you Michael mean? Diaz. Sometimes you just say well, I screwed up, but you've been consistent from day one. Well, I got caught up in it. I could everybody's- just say Jay first. Damn, bless go. you, right. bless you. Yeah, because everybody's All
3: celebrating right. National One Hit Wonder Day a little too much. Like, can we stick to our tradition? All
2: right, fine. Okay, good point. <laughs> <You're right. laughs>
3: um, yeah, let's not make this a one-time thing. I so, guess we're it. here. How's it going, everybody? What's
2: up? Great. Wait, are we all here? Are we all here? No, we're not all here.
3: It feels different. It does.
4: Eddie, no pressure. I'm going home. Yeah, no. Rachel has her back to me right now, so it's okay. Yeah,
3: because you're not Frank.
4: Well, I'm sorry.
3: I'm just kidding. Stop being so sensitive.
4: <laughs> I can't. Can you reintroduce yourself to yeah, people? Yeah, I don't think we heard it. I am Eddie V.
2: Now, V, uh, is it the letter V or is it cut V-E-E. Every it's V-E-E? Every time it's you speak. It's
4: whatever you want. It's, you want it to be V-E-E? Yeah, I want it to be V-E-E. Eddie v. Oh, I, I got Eddie. Eddie V. Or it can be like My Ed TV? and then dash E-V.
3: Ed E-V. Okay. all right. Yeah. Ed yeah. E-V.
4: I feel like that's E-V. E-V. <laughs> like Mira E-V.
3: Well, Eddie, Welcome.
4: Welcome. Oh no. you're sitting Are you feeling seat. nervous? Oh I'm my sorry. God, here we go. Are you go. feeling nervous? No, honestly, the back support in this chair is not that great, so I'm just kind of like, Damn. Well, you're okay. lucky
3: it has a back. This one doesn't. This one ends like right at the top of my ass. I have no back support, which, the, I mean, I'm going to get scoliosis from this fucking podcast.
5: Can we get Can we get uh, Eddie a pillow, preferably memory foam, because uh, he's uncomfortable right now in his chair? <laughs>
3: All right, how's it going? What's new?
2: We're good. Um, But I saw a video on um, Instagram Uh story with your son, and he has like this weird accent. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man.
3: Okay. I'll and usually explain. I have
2: your Instagram story on mute. So anytime you try to quiz me, Wait, I don't know what's why? going on. Why? Because I'm watching in certain places. I can't, like, you know, listen to it. So I got to trust that it's, like, really important. At yeah, work, your
5: voice travels if you're listening to your Instagram stories. Yeah, that and real, real low
2: hello, hello is actually
5: real You
3: guys, loud. like, half ass listen to my <laughs> stories. I hey, don't it's even better give than muting.
2: It's better than muting. All right. We're watching it.
3: Thanks. Okay. It's um, not like I mind my IG stories. You'd have, kind of have to listen to what I'm saying.
2: We have the subtitles. Yeah, yeah, the subtitle right. setting on that.
5: Yeah, yeah.
3: All right. Um, so I think. And I'm just speculating here. I think I may be giving my three-year-old son a little too much access to his iPad. Do mm. you think? He listens a lot to like, or watches rather, <clears throat> the YouTube kids app. So like videos are generated and he likes to watch videos such as Peppa Pig. You guys know Peppa Pig? Yes, yeah.
5: yes. Salt and Peppa Pig? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> no, line. not at no. no.
3: Peppa Pig, she's like a little pig and she talks like this. It's like mommy. Oh, she's British. Yeah, She's British. <laughs> And my three year old half Dominican, half Puerto Rican, part Jew son now has a British accent.
5: Oh. And wow. I thought
3: it was like, I thought it was just maybe my brain hearing it. But then I kept quizzing him and asking him questions to make him say the words that I thought he was saying in a British accent. And I have a sound clip actually to oh, share with you guys.
2: Came prepared. Please
3: play the sound clip. And then,
2: and, and grandpa drove daddy back home. <laughs>
3: what?
2: Did He
4: say home.
3: He said home. Home,
2: grandma,
4: grandma, grandma and home,
3: grandpa. Go home. And I asked him, like, do you want to go to grandma and grandpa's house? And he said no. And I was like, what's happening here? <laughs> is this a bad mom moment, or am I like happy that he's a British accent because they so all what sound so, so smart? This? <laughs> what
2: are you gonna do with this? Are you gonna continue this is to train him?
3: I need advice. That's why we're talking Ooh. about it. What How do, do, do
2: you... I do? Yo, full, full, full on. British. Really? Yes. Yeah, just oh, let it go. Gonna, yo, the, the go. perks. Mm. He'll adore. have that James Bond kind of like yeah. swag, you know what I'm saying? Because I think you could combine the Dominican and the British together. Uh oh, me Cheerio, mother. Like, can I have my
5: warm <laughs> milk? Yeah. Can I have my warm milk shaken? instead? in
2: it tres corpus, it's a mananas.
3: I think this is really weird, and so is this conversation. So why don't we move on to the next topic? I'm still confused about it. If you guys out there have advice for me, hit us up at We Are Latinos Out Loud, and let me know what I should okay. do.
2: Uh, I almost got in a fight on Sunday. Uh-oh. So on my way to Saint Gennaro's feast, hear this. Um, I'm on the platform and I'm hearing some dude talking, but I don't see anybody else talking to him.
4: Wait, wait, wait. Is this the infamous four train that you were taking? Because like all the fights happen on the four
2: train. No, no, no. I don't take the four train. Ooh. I try to avoid that. No, that's, wait, I don't want to get on World Star. What it was train? the D train. Oh, close enough. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, so the same dude that was talking <laughs> sits next to me and he's like, excuse me. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, yo, you sell drugs? And I'm like, wait, hold on. You asking me if I'm selling drugs, are you doing drugs? Because what kind of question is that? (laughs) And he was like, no, because, you know, uh, drugs is bad for kids, and, you know, it's not good to, you know, sell drugs, and I'm just asking if you sell drugs, and I'm like, I don't sell drugs. You know what? I'm just going to pay attention on my phone here. This conversation is over. So, like, literally, maybe, like, 20 seconds later, he goes up, and he shakes my hand, and he leaves. But while he leaves, he gets off the train. He starts banging on the door, but I'm not paying attention to him. Eventually, he gets in front of the glass looking at me. He bangs on the door, and he does the whole eye thing, like, I'm going to be watching Oh, that cra- oh.
5: Like when a serial killer like is yeah, like at the jury after you like the
2: guilty verdict. Yeah, like, I'm like yo, fucking, you snitched, I'ma I'm get you. you. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, what's this all about? The whole train is watching me, like what did I do? Mm. Another crackhead sits right next to me, he's like, Yo, Papa, that's bad. That's what happens when you do all that drug stuff like that, yo. Trust me, I know. And then I'm like, like, I, I don't know what to do. I'm all bent up. So I had to end up going to St. Gennaro's feast. I don't know if you've been to the St. Gennaro Festival. In
3: my life, yes.
2: And you know how packed it is. Yes. So I had this pent-up energy that I wanted to fight somebody, and I was kind of afraid that I was going to start a fight. You don't want to fight nobody
3: a... at the St. Gennaro feast. Yes. Tell you what, something. What
2: do
5: you look? are you doing? Are you selling drugs over here, or hey. is that cannoli powder? Hey,
3: I'm going to go get Vinny Bombats.
2: So I almost I'm kinda... going to get Eddie V over here. He's going to come kick your ass. ass. What are you talking about? You're selling <laughs> drugs? So luckily, uh, I didn't run into him, but that was my thing that I almost got in a fight after 15 years. Were you, were you dressed as
5: a drug dealer? Like, what were you
2: wearing? I was wearing the bodega. Because if you were wearing captain. that, if you had that hat on,
5: <laughs> and maybe like, I don't know, like a, you know, like a, a drug dealer type yeah. jacket, Did you I, have could a a I
2: could see, I could see. I was wearing a hoodie and a scully and and, and black. Did yeah. you
3: have some of that white powder from the Zeppelis, from the San Gennaro Feast under your nose?
2: Uh, maybe. I, don't know.
3: <laughs> I have a question for you. If if you were about to get into a fight, like, what's your
2: first move? The nuts. Hmm. Oh, what a cheap I, I, Yo, you had to kick them in below. the nuts. What
5: about the, I always thought the throat, the throat. would be a you. Yeah. yeah, the throat. Or I would like fake throwing something up in the air. Like my, I'm like, yo, oh, and then go for the throat.
4: <laughs> the throat yeah. is mine because I can't really reach anything else. I'm pretty short, so. Also that's the headbutt
5: because I have a huge head and I, I wouldn't feel it. you know how to headbutt? They butt? They, would, my forehead, like I think I would hit that. Yeah, you do have a huge forehead. I wouldn't throat. feel it because when people hit me in the head, I, they're like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, I didn't feel that. I didn't feel your you suitcase. You might want to get that checked out. The suitcase out. hit my head. <laughs> Might what about you, range, damage?
3: Oh, I was sort of low. You know, a slap. You know, we'll oh, start it off, kick it off. You know, maybe a slap off, and then let it escalate. No from scratch.
2: There. No scratch. You know, I scratch. don't really have
3: nails. No. Would you take
2: off your earrings, or you just go straight through it?
3: Oh, earrings. It depends. I'm always wearing
4: hoops, so yeah, I probably go for the earrings. Are
2: probably. you a are you a hair grabber?
3: wait are we like talking about fighting <laughs> yeah we're talking
4: about we're talking about fighting fist fights
3: oh <laughs> this isn't getting any better <laughs> next
5: subject
4: are you a biter
3: <laughs> i'm a biter not a fighter. <laughs> okay
2: all right i'm
3: glad you didn't fight mike
2: thank you i mean it's you know too much to lose you yeah know what I mean? you
3: can't bruise that pretty face no, of course you have a face for radio next <laughs> oh uh,
5: <laughs> jamie <Jay> out <laughs> Um, Jamie, how was your weekend? I went to see um, pr- a Prince orchestra show. How's that work? <laughs> it's like well, Prince obviously is not alive, right? So they 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 did. Uh, there was a whole orchestra that performed all of Prince songs, you know, and it was like Lincoln That's Center, beautiful. not in Lincoln Center, but it was like kind of one of those Lincoln Center type things. Where,
4: did they wear a purple? If not, they missed. It and, uh, and all
5: th- there was purple on the stage. It was a lot of purple light, lighting, and stuff like that. And then it was like this really. There's one really like. Um, like everybody else was like very like prim and proper. They were just doing their instruments. There was one violin player, and she was getting freaky on the corner. Like my everyone's eyes went to her because everyone was just playing the violin and the cello, and she's like grinding uh, while she's playing the violin. Damn. She's using she's doing the violin stick very. She's using it seductively. Like yeah, like how Prince. Yeah, like if she was one of Prince's backup like weird and she was possessed by Prince. Too. She was possessed by Prince. So I was my eyes were towards her, but the crowd was kind of. She- <laughs> <laughs> the crowd was kind of dead. The, the crowd was thinking they were like in a, in like you know, an or, you know, watching the opera. They were just all sitting down, like even for the heart, like the fast songs. Like, yo, how do you find out
2: about these? Let's events? go crazy! What? <laughs> you always have these events that you go to that I could
5: just. Well, Your a... girl,
3: Your girl's fancy, isn't yeah.
5: she? No, I went fancy with some. Pants. I went with some other like some like other girls, pr- oh. Prince fans.
6: Oh,
3: with
5: other girls. <laughs> No, we're work friends. We're work friends. Ah, okay. so, uh So, but no, I mean, I'm a Prince. Is it fan. over, or can we still see it? No, it was a one-night one night thing. Huh. It was a
3: one-hit, one hit It was a one-night thing. <laughs> it probably
5: was a, an experiment that failed after that night. Because you need people to start dancing to Prince songs. You can't have people just, like, politely watching, you know, them perform, like, uh, you know, 1999 or fucking <laughs> the Bat Dance or some shit. You know what I'm saying? But, no, it was cool, R.I.P. Prince. And uh, that was that. Okay. It's an
3: interesting iteration of like Prince's, um, you know.
5: Prince fans are no joke though, because I wasn't even wearing purple. I went in there just like regular. People came in like Prince, this woman had Prince shoes where his face was on her shoes.
3: Oh, wow. People
5: had like the, 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 the symbol, the Prince symbol on their chains and stuff like that. You know. Did anybody have on like the purple pimp suit? Uh, The bathroom attendant Yeah I was like That was uncomfortable (laughs) He offered me mints And I was like I I don't know
4: (laughs) Did he offer them Like very princes? He was like
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well Eddie You also have been going To some interesting events Yes
4: Uh Yes Uh, I was at The Urban World Film Festival Covering the red carpet For you guys This 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 past weekend Yeah It was was a really good time There was a point Where I like kind of did take that breath and say, Yo, I've never been in a room with this many celebrities. You were so nervous. Celebrities. I was. I don't why? know why. I really don't know because I thought I like broke the shell with uh, NYLFF and then this one came around and like the whole week I slammed out of your mic. Every little mistake was like a, a deal breaker. I was like, Yo, Mike, I can't find a mic where I'm not going. That's it. And then, yeah, we, we put it together
3: though. Okay. Yeah, it was,
5: it was so, amazing. any. um. Any celebrities that you want to name drop
4: that you talk to? <laughs> uh I talked to a few. Uh Lil Rel from from Get Out. Um nice. Yeah, he's he's super dope. You can kinda tell he's newly famous because he was like, Oh, this is a lot going on right now. But he, he was super, super humble. Uh, Mustafa Shakir from uh from Luke Cage. Mm. He plays Bushmaster, yeah. Didn't get a chance to it was weird. I went to the uh opening night of uh, night school and didn't get to talk to Tiffany haddish or Kevin Hart
3: but you saw them um,
4: I did see them uh, what were they wearing Tiffany haddish screamed that she had to be actually if you watch uh Conan or not Conan Jimmy Fallon or uh first we feast like where they eat the hot wings they shot that those same all three of those the same day they were at the film festival and then they went to jimmy fallon and uh first we feast and, I don't know if the they were, same and they were in the same thing i only know because kevin hart was like in the same suit and i all recognized right. kind of tiffany haddish's dress so okay might be like around the corner from each other all right but yeah kevin hart kind of i was next to talk to him and the person was like no he's got to go and he gave me that real uh kevin hart broken heart look that he has in all the movies when like the tall girl dumps him and he's like i'm i'm sorry I was like, yeah, I miss you too, Kevin.
3: Oh, <laughs> well, that's too bad. But at yeah. least you got to see him.
4: Yeah, yeah. I'm, well, you, I'm you have him. an impressive list of people you didn't interview. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I'm like looking at the timer. And I'm like, God, let this go fast.
3: <laughs> I have a good Kevin Hart impression.
4: Do you? Yeah,
3: Yeah. I've, I've been of. working on it. It's real quick. Okay. You want to yeah, hear yeah. it? Yeah. All right. The thing is, let me tell you. Here we go. That's it. That's all I got. Because usually he starts off his stories that way. I thought
5: that was pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Thank you. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought a... Kevin Hart was here for a second.
3: It's quick. If you blink, you'll miss it. Yeah. But that's always how he starts off his jokes. The thing is, let me tell you, here we go. That's the opening uh, to every eight. single joke that he does. I think it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, congrats, red Thank carpet you. reporter Thank you. 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 Thank you. What's next?
2: Virginia Bites.
3: I was waiting for you to cut me off. No. You, and you did.
2: I did? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I've been waiting all day. I've been, been waiting I all night. So I've been, 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 been waiting all day. Bochincha. Bites. I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. Bochincha. Bites.
5: What's up, what's up? Okay, well, this week's Bochincha Bites. Well, last week... I mentioned that we don't, some people were like, oh, you you know, guys don't talk about politics a a lot. So last week we talked about Trump's dick, right? (laughs) His mushroom shaped dick and how that was gonna be in a book. Um, There's a story today about Trump. (laughs) If we stay on the political tip, he actually got, shout out to the UN, United (laughs) Nations, right? They laughed at Trump today because he was talking about that he's done more in two years than any other president in the history of presidents.
4: Which is something Trump would say, right? Shout out to the UN. The UN laughed. Yo,
5: everyone laughed at him. All the countries, like Africa, like... uh, (laughs) Antarctica. I don't know who's in there. Wakanda was there. Really? Everyone, <laughs> everyone sure? laughed at Trump. So I, and he didn't even show his dick at this time. So I thought that was uh, progress. You I think, think everybody was like,
3: expecting it?
5: <laughs> I think no. I think they, they might have just. You're, they should have had a two drink minimum at the UN because it was a comedy. <laughs> it was like comedy night with Trump and shit. Uh, but no, but seeing the clip, Trump. It seems like he thinks they're laughing with him, not at him, which is always his big problem. So
3: I heard that the guy from Pakistan was like show us your dick show us your dick (laughs) that's what I heard
0: you guys didn't hear that I guess uh, (laughs) DJ
5: DJ was there at the London with the London crew he was like that was bloody stupid my mum, Rachel Rachel Aloka is gonna talk about it on the podcast
1: constable arrest him constable
5: Um,
4: (laughs) did he tweet about it
5: what did he tweet about? It? I don't know now, No, but he spoke as, about as of this it. taping, as of this taping, I don't know. But um, he definitely puts the um the UN in um unintentional comedy. Right? I'll tell you
3: this much: the guy that I was Uber pooling with, and he's not a reliable source, said that he did tweet about it, and then he wrote something like, "Not the response that I was expecting." Oh
5: no! <laughs> and then Jeez. the the. Uh, What's the dick emoji? (laughs) The eggplant
3: eggplant. Eggplant
5: emoji. Yeah, there you go. Um, Next story, from one unlikable person to a very likable person, Will Smith. Yes. Celebrating his 50th birthday this week. Absolutely. And um, he's uh, celebrating it by jumping out of a helicopter. Mm. No, he wasn't filming a scene for Suicide Squad 2. (laughs) Oh, Um, okay. uh, (laughs) He's uh, bungee jumping out of a helicopter near the Grand Canyon. Not on the Grand Canyon because it's like not legal to do that I guess uh, but it was uh, live streamed online so we could all see his midlife crisis drop in real time wow. oh boy um, wasn't
2: Carlton uh, he's hosting it
5: Carlton is it Carlton or Carlton Carlton yeah Carlton, Carlton. yeah 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 throwback it's, yeah, it's keeps getting jobs from Will, from just knowing Will Smith and shit uh, but I don't know what's Will Smith doing I don't know that's my question it's Like at least Tom Cruise does all his crazy stunts in like in his movies you know what I'm saying but I feel like I th- is this what aging actors have to do to, like, stay relevant? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Is Brad Pitt going to be start walking a tightrope o- over Niagara Falls? Or is George Clooney going to do a base jump off of Mount Everest? Is Leonardo DiCaprio going to do a motorcycle jump over a bunch of supermodels?
4: Well, he already lived in a bear for a movie. I mean.
5: Oh, DiCaprio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the movie. Will Smith is doing it on his, you know, his uh Well, he Instagram. has pressure because
2: he's, like, he's this big thing now on Instagram, so he's like, he's always has to top himself with the next thing. Right, and no, I mean, I think that people are finally, they missed the
5: Will Smith kind of playful Will Smith, because he's done a lot of depressing movies lately, so now it's like they see him on Instagram, and he's just like, hey, I'm like playing with a python, this is crazy, <laughs> um, but I don't know, and they, they asked him why he did it, and he's saying, um, uh, as a f- he's overcoming a fear he used to have as a kid of walking to the Grand Canyon's edge on his family's cross-country trip.
3: Oh. So this oh. is
5: about overcoming, like, a childhood fear.
3: So there's a message behind it.
5: But I feel like he could have done this, maybe he could have dealt with this with his therapist, you know what I mean? <laughs>
6: uh,
5: instead of on YouTube? I don't know. Um, but look, he, he he seems to be having fun, and I just think that maybe he could take some of this goodwill and start, you know, making good movies again, leaving the crazy-ass stunts to the professionals. You know? Mm. <laughs> um, one last story Dunkin' Donuts is reportedly changing their name to just Duncan. Huh? Yeah, which sounds like some bad 80s teen comedy about a high school basketball team. Like a horny high school basketball team. You like Porkies, you'll love Duncan,
3: Starring Sandy Duncan.
5: (laughs) Starring Scott Baio and Sandy Duncan. Um, They're still selling donuts, but they're they're increasing their emphasis on coffee and other drinks. So now Mm. they want to be Starbucks, I guess, you know?
3: Yeah, this shit is slamming. Uh,
5: This is what IHOP did with the old IHOP, right? But that was temporary. That was just like for, you know what I mean? That was like commercial. But this is for real. This is going to stick.
4: This yeah, and dunking. I have told us what they were trying to sell, International House of Burgers. What are, what else are we do? Right, you're taking out, like, the food out of the-, the
5: name. Yeah. Like, if yeah. you start doing that to everything... You're going to have like a bunch of
2: weird... <laughs> like He's like, ready. Don't do it. <laughs> if you start doing here comes, that... Here comes the list. Here comes the You're
5: going to get like... Pizza Hut's going to be called The Hut. Taco <laughs> Bell, The Bell. Burger King, The King. Dairy Queen, The Queen. Subway, The Way. KFC, The, the, the KF. We need food in our food titles, right? You yeah. know what I mean? In the but brand th- name. They're trying to uh, reach... Um, they're be they're trying to be more appealing to millennials. So I guess millennials don't like they're lazy. They don't want to say the whole. We thing. don't like they extra say words. The whole thing.
3: I, I can't with this generation. They're so lazy.
5: They the that they're, they're the reason we call McDonald's Mickey D's,
2: right? Uh, no, no, what? No. Okay. no. They've been taking Mickey D's for a while. <laughs> D's? Yeah. Did you
4: grow <laughs> up excitement around the yeah. corner? From well, there goes
2: my point. That's
4: all
5: for the bites, everybody. All
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. And now it's time. For fake news.
5: The views, opinions, and insinuations made by Frank Nibs
2: do not necessarily reflect or represent those held by the Latinos Out Loud podcast.
0: Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spiritson News with Frank Nibs. Hello, folks.
3: Wait a minute. Uh, That was a good try. Wait a minute. So I can do the gunshots,
4: but I can't do the hello, folks? No, that's that's a a fake Frank. That's where we draw the line? Got it.
0: I don't know
4: about this, man. Yeah, it's more, um, you know, impressions. You know, just trying to. I'm just, I just look up to Frank. You know what I'm saying?
3: All right. So, hey Eddie, what's
4: what's up, Eddie? What's What's going on? What's up, guys? (laughs) All right. So no, I do have something. I mean, fill in for Frank. Yo, you getting hazed, bro? It's okay. I did. I did. uh, Thank you,
3: sir. I have another. Yeah,
4: I did six years in the military. I'm used to this. Okay. Um. But now, fr- filling uh, Frank's big shoes is is difficult, so I had a, he does have I had some a big dig shoes. for this story. So. You had a dig. I feel like you had one in the chamber. I did. I feel like you had an emergency fake news. And then I sent it to Mike, and I was like, wait a minute, I can't use this. I was like, this is I had a dig. This I
2: is dig. Bites. Come <laughs> yeah,
4: on, man. I did have to. Um, wow. So this story comes to us from Colorado. It's Denver International Airport. There's a theory that... It is the hub of the New World Order. Okay. And that's where everything's going to come from when they take over the world. The reasons why are this, it opened in 1995 with an airport already in Denver, closer to downtown than this new one. And nobody really knew why we needed it or Denver needed a new <laughs> airport. Why but. do we need two airports in Denver? Anyone? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, weed wasn't legal in 1995. I don't know why anybody was flying there. But. I don't
3: think we need two in New York either. I'd say get rid of fucking LaGuardia. It sucks. Really?
4: Yeah. No, but they're redoing I mean, it's LaGuardia. It's conveniently yeah, close. It they're redoing nice, LaGuardia. So. All right. It's, it's convenient. You like JFK better? I do. It's mm-hmm. going to be only a sort of dump now when they redo it. <laughs> <laughs> Not a full out dump. <laughs> well, look, we call Duncan and LaGuardia. We don't even call it LaGuardia Airport. So there you go. Same marketing scheme, right? Yeah. But listen, so they opened up this new airport in nineteen ninety five, further from downtown than the other one. And when they were building it, they went two billion dollars over budget. Oh damn. And this is two billion in nineteen ninety five money. Mm. Which, which is four
2: point six billion right now. A billion's <laughs> a billion, it's still a lot. A it's, billion it's in the fifties is a lot. A lot right? No matter what.
4: But back yeah. then it was things were a lot cheaper. So two point five billion or two billion over the budget and they just kept going. And then inside the airport, they have a bunch of weird art. Like, I mean, at the entrance, they have a 32-foot-tall horse sculpture with glowing red eyes, and it fell on the guy that was making it, and he died. And he died, (gasps) and it killed him at the airport. Was the horse high? I, I, it's. I mean, 32 feet is pretty high up. Is that where they're crazy? High high, as in like high. Red
2: eyes high. No,
4: I think they think it's like evil. Wait
3: a second, is that where that phrase comes from—the get off your high horse? Yes. Because the horse is high.
4: Yeah.
3: I had no idea.
4: So they have that. They have a bunch of like <laughs> not, they have a bunch of Nazi art in there. <laughs> um, murals of a demon jumping out of a suitcase San Fris- I went to the San Francisco airport
5: they actually had a collection of a Ouija boards
1: wow
3: it was like
5: a whole they had like pink Ouija boards in like for airport? kids no I swear like I, I took pictures I took like pictures of all like 25 different Ouija boards and I never posted it so it's just I have
3: a question they're just for in my phone right now just us, chilling can I ask a question yeah. of us Latinos yeah. were you guys allowed to play with Ouija boards Hell as kids no. my no. mother was like saca sa fucking vaina afuera la casa she did not allow that that shit yeah. yeah, no, there,
5: my mom, There was a whole argument about it too. Wow, she thought the Parker brothers were like Satanists.
3: <laughs> I think that's a Latino thing. I would go to like I would go to like my white friends' houses, and they all had Ouija boards. That's the only time I got to play with it. As like Melissa are- Mizeo's house. Yeah.
2: He's shouting her out? Yeah. What's up, Melissa?
5: <laughs> that's, a, that's a gateway board game, though, to, like, very...
3: <laughs> to, to, like, monop-
5: <laughs> <laughs> to, like, spin the bottle and shit. Oh. Yeah. It's more
4: fucked up games. <laughs>
3: Sorry, Eddie, we keep interrupting you. Sorry
4: about that. Not really. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> oh. No,
4: just- the airport was funded by an organization called the New World Airport Commission, which never existed. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea where these extra $2 billion plus whatever the budget was came from. And this the builders, yeah, I stuttered, the builders messed up on five buildings in the initial building stages, and they left them there, and they just built over them, so no one knows what's in these underground five mm. buildings
2: Is that what you're speculating?
4: yeah, well, that's what the theory is. I mean, the plaque at the entrance has a Freemason symbol plus the horse. And all the, the Nazi the Nazi artwork in the airport, they think it's where the New World Order is. They're so the Illuminati
3: has like meetings
5: in this bunker under the airport? I think they
4: live there. I think that's oh, where they that? like, they call upstairs and like, yo, Donald, get on Twitter. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, but I thought the Illuminati was supposed to have like perks, you know? Like, why? It would suck if it's like, oh, we're having our meeting at the, the bottom of the Denver International <coughs> Airport. <laughs>
4: <laughs> this is where all well, they, the fucking rich and powerful a, people go to? What yeah, the fuck? They have a Chick fil A
2: upstairs, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Eddie. Thanks, thank Eddie. You. That was great.
3: Very Woo. good. Very good. All right, you guys, this is the part of the show where we introduce an amazing guest and we interview them. So, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for actress, comedian, sketch comedy artist, and producer Emma Ramos. Woo! Woo.
0: Yeah. yeah! Thank Welcome, you so much. Emma. Thank you. Emma Emma's yeah, thank in the
3: house. Emma! <laughs> Emma, 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 a- a- Emma, a- Emma, Emma. A- a- what the hell are we doing?
2: And then, <laughs> I guess today <laughs> is Emma. It's a lot of pressure now. Every time we have a guest now, we're going to have to do like a specific intro. I
3: like this. Yeah, I like fun. Fun. the song for sure. Well, yeah. Emma, Emma A Emma. We could have workshopped L-I-A. it a little bit eh. before the show,
2: but we yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm well, up
5: yeah.
1: I'm for rehearsals sure. too,
5: everyone. I mean
1: I can you know, it we, know. Can work on it. we can harmonize. <laughs> yes.
2: <Yeah. laughs> Absolutely.
1: Welcome to the Latinos Out Loud Podcast. Thank you for having We're me. We're so happy to have you. I'm I'm I'm, I'm obviously, I'm I'm so fucking sorry, can I curse? Yes, you sure
2: can. Now we can. Wait, hold on.
1: You sure? Can. The
3: producer
2: said yes. You can. hear you, thank can curse. you so
3: much, <laughs> yes, can.
2: You get three no. fucks and two assholes, and that's it.
3: Okay, that and was two one. assholes right here.
1: What are we doing? <laughs> no, you guys have a rhythm. Honestly, like, thank God you invite you, you. have your guest like observe before, because it's 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 really incredible. I, oh my thank, God. You. thank you seriously so so much, like, Anne, like Anne, if you guys cry. hate each other you're faking it really
2: well oh. <laughs>
3: it
1: seems like you guys are really ca- oh, like, we
3: yeah. oh we fake
2: it <laughs> oh we f- fake it. Yeah, Do you make it yeah. well uh. you
3: know you're looking at like 15 years plus of friendship I, wow so it's yeah. very much you friendship. know
2: mm. Shut up,
3: Mike. But yeah, it's not about
2: us; it's about you. It is, but she brings up a very good
1: point. Like being in the audience, I'm glad you got to absorb that also because then you could jump right in. Totally, totally. And I kind of like understand what what are the strengths of each other and how you guys can joke. You know, like you guys are don't take anything personal. And right, what are the right weaknesses? Well, <laughs>
2: oh, no. Except Eddie. Eddie's different. different
5: Eddie. <laughs> will you get out and stop no, crying you know in the corner?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. no, you know what I love about also? Like I, I started in radio. Like oh, I, tell, I, us. I, tell us. I had a radio show when I was fifteen years old. Oh. What? And it was yeah, it was it was in Mexico. Like I would wake up before going to school. So like this feels like Kind of like childhood. I my mom would yeah. My mom would drive me to the fucking radio station, and I would have. I said my second fuck. Yeah, you got one more. And I would I would obviously not curse. Oh, uh,
5: yeah. What were your topics as a fifteen year old
2: radio host? (laughs)
1: Like in Mexico, (laughs) in Mexico, in Mexico. Mexico, Imagine. And I was so this was the. It was sponsored by my school, so (laughs) (laughs) like I knew that my my audience members were like my friends and. And I would be like and I remember the first time I had a sponsor it was Domino's Pizza and I knew the guy that would always win the freaking pizza you know like I would be like okay because you have this rhythm in Mexico to intro while the song was like playing before Britney Spears would come in and I'm a so we have like I knew that I had like like, three, like I don't know ten seconds. I would be like okay in Spanish, obviously. Okay, everybody, so this is Britney Spears and is she dating? Is she not dating? Here we go. Um, if you can guess whatever, whatever, you win this like pepperoni pizza. Ring, <laughs> Jose Francisco. Always, wow. always. It's uh, yeah, the pepperoni, dos por uno. No, 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 And I was like, you again, man. Like you again? Is you, are you the only person listening? Yeah, maybe he's your
5: biggest fan, right? Where is he
3: today?
1: He's. I think he he went into politics. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> like for real, for real, he went into politics. Oh, he wow. was just, you know, he was a hustler. So you were 15 years old yeah. on a radio
3: station yeah, in I Mexico. Loved I loved it.
1: Where in Mexico are you from? Oh, so I was born and raised in Culiacan, Sinaloa.
2: Okay, yeah, I'm familiar. Really? No. Oh my God. (laughs) You can't even pronounce it it. really specifically. He couldn't repeat what you just said right now. I can't even know.
1: Yeah. Sinaloa. (laughs) You never heard about the state, Sinaloa? No. Tell us what Silla, goes on there. Yeah, it's it's well the dichotomy of growing up in Sinaloa is like it's it's well known for because El Chapo is from there. Oh, oh. you know. Okay. So oh. so do you always yeah. get that question? Are you always, related always to El Chapo? I was like, do you think that I would be getting on a subway right now yeah. <laughs> and walking when it's raining if I was related to El Chapo? I would have a private jet taking me to fucking Latinos out. loud? Wow, Good know? point. I don't understand why people don't get those two things. But 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 growing up, like honestly, like it was funny because I I I guess I, I grew up it like kind of like normal. Like I would like we would have these situations happening surrounding us, and I would know about these horrible things. Uh, through the newspaper but it's like it's it's a it's a weird kind of living because there were moments growing up that uh, that it was really dangerous so we would know Hmm. at what time to go out and like where the places that we shouldn't go but still still it was it was a normal upbringing but it but it's never no one would write about a girl that's on a radio station, you know, giving away pizzas. Obviously, they're gonna talk about a chapel, you know. Um, but yeah, but that's what that's where I was. I grew up. Yeah. And then, how did you get into show business? Wow. <laughs> yeah, I love that question. because I, the word show business is like, it's just it's 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 a compound word. Yeah. Yeah. Show and business, and I know how to do both. I now, I study business. Business administration. So I went to school to study that because uh, my parents were very obsessed about getting a a real job. And all right,
5: give up these radio dreams. All right. Up, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And also, back in the day, and back in the days in Mexico, there were only two TV stations, Televisa and and, and producing everything, and it was just a, a, a specific way of doing. Anything that came out of TV and film. It was just, it was, soap operas were very popular and of course. I liked some of them, but if you were a, a female actor, you needed to go into surgery with the same boop mm-hmm. doctor mm-hmm. and like there, there were a lot of restrictions and a lot of specific narratives that you would
2: <laughs> I'm
1: get, these guys are like I, can I jump no, in I'm just but, looking at Jamie but, like,
2: I, I don't told, know he knew what type of surgery <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I was kidding but <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, you know what, what I love about living in 2018 like you can feel when men want to jump in but then there's the like, <laughs> like can I now yeah. say what I'm thinking uh, or am I going to there's be like sued. a me too Filter. Yeah, it's like the like, Too filter, and it's I love it. I love it. Yeah. But 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 I, I. have And we wait for. it. We're like, yeah, what you gonna yeah, say, yeah. motherfucker? <laughs> what I, you gonna I, say? I'm so ready. I'm gonna call my place to Man right now. Buenos abogados I y buenos amigos. I yeah, Exactly. I don't care if I'm drunk. I go. All, like, this was last time I was at a party. This was there was this guy that I think he forgot about that where the, the time we're living. Oh no, what he said? He just said something absurd. He, he just made an assumption because I speak Spanish and the way I sound and the way I look. Mm-hmm. And he, he said something like, I'm not going to even go into this. But I, I, he was just, I was like, I said, do you know what time we're living in right now? Like, are you, obviously, like, I'm 5'4". Like, I can't, I, he was, uh, most men are taller than me. But still, I was like, do you know I can do something right now and just... Sue you, or like you know, the it ended up like I was about to get into a fight with. Like I a can real take a bat. video of
5: you and then make that shit viral. Yeah, right now. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, but in a way, I don't know if it's like it's 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 a great time because you feel as a woman that you have a lot more women backing you, you know, and it's like you're not alone in the situations anymore. And sometimes I used to you, I was in situations where I used to swallow these feelings for fear or for mm-hmm. like I mean unfortunately we're still there are people asking m- m- more evidence to believe you mm-hmm. <laughs> and questioning your facts Um
5: I personally don't, I feel it's unfair that most men are taller than you I think that's totally unfair that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> as a man I guess, like I just uh, think that's messed up <laughs> Like, high shouldn't be an issue.
1: You know? So back to your entry yes, into yes, show yes, business. Yes, yes, yes. So I studied business. Okay. So I did corporate America for a while. Okay. And then I went to London to do. Like I've always kind of like I, I did the the whole show business as a side project, and I used to date. People that were in show business to just kind of like satisfy that side of myself, so mm-hmm. I would date directors and writers and producers and 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 I remember my one of my exes, we we started this film production company, and I was I, I I've never been afraid of doing of doing business or selling an idea if I believe in it, so I was really good at it, and uh, and there there was a there was a moment where I made my money, and I kind of like my parents were very proud of what I did. That I could give myself that chance to. Well, what if I am the performer? What if yeah. I am the artist? Mm-hmm. And when I did, I, I went to London to study a um, an a acting summer camp, whatever. And one of the teachers there told me, "Hey, like, do you know that you you're good at it? Like, you like yeah. I, I didn't know I needed validation for some, from someone that." had a life uh, as a director and as a writer, and that gave me the courage to start exploring and, and thinking of what if I can switch this life around? What if my my 9 to 5 is being an actor and I can use my business skills to administrate that? I know so. this story very well. You did it yourself.
3: I went to school. I have my four-year degree in business management and finance with a minor in Latino studies. Wow, wow. Rachel. Wow. yeah. And I did corporate America for seventeen years. Oh my God! And then I had my son, and then that made me realize what you realized in London. Yeah. What am I doing? Yeah. My nine to five should be what I love. Yeah. Not just what pays the bills. I know. So I did the switch and I left it. Wow.
1: And I said peace out. That's right. Didn't it feel good? It felt great. You know what feels better? Um, when the story when, when you're, able to inspire someone to take that journey mm-hmm. because i don't know if I, this might sound really stupid but i even feel it in like comments on social media like i know friends i know i know friends that are not the happiest, but just right. having a reference. It's all about having a reference of someone that's on the other side. You can do it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not easy. But it is it is doable. And as long as there's someone that did not go into what everybody else did, have a child and, 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 and be a mom and, and there are archetypes and forms depending on how you grew up and what, what your family and your culture is about. But
3: A lot of it is that barrier of fear yeah. because you don't know what's On the other side, yeah, because you go from getting a steady paycheck, great insurance, you know, a normal or what's you know some may call a normal life, right? Like my dad, like your dad, dad too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then on the other side of that is this fear of like, well, what's life going to be like? Am I ever going to see a paycheck? Am I going to see a paycheck every six days? Now you know I have a mouth to feed, my own, my kid, my family, but you won't know unless you take the leap and then you just i don't know what it is but like i think as women and no offense penises mm-hmm. oh no. in the room. Um, They've been really quiet. <laughs> All right, no. You guys good. are having
2: a moment. I like that. When <laughs> Rachel gets... Oh, Rachel. It. Rachel, yeah, Rachel's like, I, hey, I totally can relate, girl.
3: Because I think it's really amazing. I don't talk like that, by the way. That was like an angry black woman. I don't know who that was. Um, I could
1: totally relate. I don't talk Many
5: like that. Let me take it down to you.
3: I, will, I feel like, yeah. you know, we are cut from the same cloth. I feel like as women, we just know how to do it. You yeah, know, we know how to... Well, We'll, we'll figure it out. That's right. We're like these um, Boy Scouts, if you will, that like just know how to tie the knots when we have to tie the knots and put yeah. up a tent when we need to put up a tent and we make it work. We'll figure There's it out. There's Girl
5: Scouts too, Rachel. You just yeah, it. but for some
0: reason,
3: <laughs> I was a Girl Scout.
1: They didn't teach us that. They just taught us how to like, <laughs> fucking crochet and shit. No, you know, to be more inclusive, I think that when the, the, what, what we we're talking about, I think what the crossover with men is... I don't know if you guys also heard, uh, heard your voices, either yours or someone else's, where uh, when you're jumping into show business and you might not know a lot of people and you mm-hmm. not, might not have mm-hmm. the connections or you don't come from a family that is, you know, third generation actor. So you think like you're jumping to in a world that you nobody's going to help you. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's another another battle to fight and say and i th- and and i have a lot of things to say about america but a, a positive thing i'll say it's that this is still a country that there are still opportunities for tenacious and hard working people to make the, their name for themselves you know yeah. mm-hmm. there are countries that are the politics are a lot more restrictive and the paths are not you you don't you can't get to a certain level because the doors are sealed I just had this
3: conversation again with another Uber driver I don't know what's happening <laughs> I love I've like, been getting into Uber
2: really talks <laughs> with Rachel deep, Strauss Rachel's Uber rating is like 4.1 because it's like
0: she talks to much a yeah. conversationalist
3: but no this dude was like you know I'm a Syrian refugee I lived in a Syrian refugee camp for two years yeah. and he was telling me about his experience he's like and now I'm here I'm going to send for my wife my brother is literally swimming through an ocean right now to oh escape Syria. He's like, you Americans, you don't know how good you have it. You take it for granted. He's like, people come in my Uber and they're like, oh, the fucking line at Starbucks was crazy. Yeah. And he's like, I lived in a Syrian <laughs> refugee camp for two years and I came here and now he's so happy. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, but, listeners for a moment. Okay. Just think well, about everything we have. Well, yeah. What
5: I think is interesting when uh, talking about you coming from business first, both of you, and then and then kind of putting that into kind of your show Applying business kind of thing. It. Right. Applying it. A, a D mythologizes or something like that. Like demystifies, de- Demystifies, yeah. that's what I meant. Yeah. Let's, let, can we edit that out and then I'll demystify? <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> uh, it demystifies. Handle, handle change. Like, like the business itself, because yeah. a lot of times you're like, is it hard to do this? Like, right. do you have to know a lot of people or how can I start? And if you're looking at it in a way where it's like, all right, this is a business and I can kind of have a game plan. Right. It's a easier, it's, it, it makes it just like... It's still a tough you know a, a, a tough career, but right. you feel like you can get your foot in somehow if you just have a plan
1: totally and and the fact that we're living in in a time where the digital media is available to all of us, I think that it like t- twenty years prior. The, the math was so different. And now people that are creating their own things yeah. and and you can build your audience and it's just... It's
5: but even with that, people get overwhelmed. with yeah. like, oh, how do I get to the, you know? the amount of followers that these people get? It's just like, it's always even something that... Because back in the day, oh, I'll just get on YouTube and do a video. Now you're like, no uh, I got to get on YouTube and I got to have a and following? Have be, yeah. yeah. So what's the next... Version of like yeah. something starting from scratch, and it's okay for people. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm.
2: So let's jump into. You were saying you were in London. You were studying. Yeah. Talk to us about the progress as far as now applying the cool. skills that you have as far as getting into show business.
1: Well, I think I f- I think that the the skills that I was able to apply was in uh, the producing, has been something that I. So, like you. Like hello. you have, hello. I'm like. Producing. why am I only meeting I'm you today? Like, I meet too. Okay. Me too. I'm like, mirror, mirror on the wall. Do you want to hang out after this? Please, can we? Together? Yeah, we can. Okay, please, please. And I need to meet your Bye baby. bye, Apollo. <laughs> yeah. No, but it is. I mean, it's a it's so I went to grad school for three years and it was challenging, challenging as hell, because when you have the rhythm of a businesswoman, you are so used to. First of all, like being on, like on top of your emails and on top of everything. And you, I don't have any problems with any Excel sheet. I, 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 I'm not scared of, of numbers. Mm-hmm. Everybody at my grad school program were artists. Everybody were like first day. They were just being monkeys and like, you know, like doing voices. And I was like, I have a, like a little dress right now on <laughs> from my corporate life. No one told me about, you know, it was just, a it was a huge transition. Mm-hmm. So uh, while I was in school, it was kind of like cutting all these tights of, of, cutting all these strings of what the other life was like in order to understand who I was and my potential as an actor, right? Mm-hmm. And after those three years, Um, which I was on probation the second year because of the same thing, because teachers were like, you cannot... Step outside while you're doing a scene to reply to a client of yours. I, you yeah. know? Oh damn! You,
5: see, Wait, yeah. you did that during the scene.
1: <laughs> yeah, I it's used like... to. Yeah, yeah. But but I. Juliet, yeah. like, oh, Hold <laughs> I like, on for a second. No. I'll be no. like, um, uh, let me just. I I, I I need this check. Hold on a second. <laughs> no, but but then but then after just devoting a lot of time and saying, okay, this is this feels great. This is this like living. In this playground, and just getting into understanding a character and understanding a, a, another person's life and understanding story, and that was so fulfilling. So after that, uh, I started. I started acting for this grad grad, uh, grad school program. I believe many grad school programs do that. You do a showcase. You, I, I was uh, signed by an agent and signed by a manager, and I started auditioning, but. At the beginning, not coming from this world, words like pilot season, I was like, what, like, breakdowns, you know, like all these new words that I had to learn what they meant. And uh, and it was just a matter of, I remember the first time, my first audition was at Mark Sack's office, and, and and there is something really positive about not knowing, because I was not nervous at all. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is another office with chairs mm-hmm. and a man and I'm gonna do a scene, and I could see it. they like, "Oh my god!" Um, and I think that the first year I got all, all the all the work I, I did was because I knew nothing. I was not afraid about anybody. Nothing meant. I, I didn't put these people in any statues. So I would just be myself and just bring the work. And later that I started learning all of these different conventions and like all these names and, and now they had value and now I wanted these things, then it was a problem mm. to, uh, you know, you, to, to just how to how to go back to that, how to see people just because they're people, not because they're giving you an opportunity, they can give you an opportunity. Right. Um, and that's when producing came by so it was uh after grad school second year i was going in and out of the big casting rooms but not really getting cast and being pitched for lead roles not there was always a problem if it was for into the new black the opinion it was like yes the user you're a good actor but you're not the, the type or you sound your sound is good but it's not what, what every actor can can relate to and uh Someone told me about this girl that was kind of, that kind of like had the same life like you you and me Rachel that he, he she had this um, business background and uh, we we sat down and we connected and we said like how can we we had so many stories that were similar and we started writing for the first time mm. and uh, and by help like other people m- mentoring us and just creating. A show and that's the first show that this first sketch show we created was Butts with mm. four years ago. What does Butts stand for? Butts stands for Bilingual Underrepresented Titless sallies wow. That's
2: right. That's team right. You're titless, so that's right. Yeah. What is a titless Sally?
1: <laughs> a mucha nalga boca chichi woman is a pear shaped bu- woman. You know? Oh. So you have a lot of butt, you don't have a lot of ah, tips. Okay. okay. So mucha nalga. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. So 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 we we we're just
2: shaking our heads <laughs> again. The Too filter adding.
3: is like we're not gonna yeah. say anything. They, do,
1: they don't want to speak.
5: They just we're they're all quiet. All, they're, just, they're just quiet totally angels. Which I'm I'm, I'm uh, I can't us use space. the word. Yeah. I probably won't be able to use that
1: phrase. I like it. I love it.
2: We're observing right now. Sides. I
1: love
0: it. I love this. But
1: yeah, yeah, so in the beginning we were just writing about like the many ways that our parents that we were raised the same way and the mm-hmm. problems we had just when two tables were very, you know, close together and the path was very narrow and all mm. these, you know, th- like physical comedy to get through to the other side and like simple things that we shared and, and, uh, and then it became something about like writing about, uh, being a Hispanic, being an immigrant and trying to do this thing called storytelling. Cause show business, what we do and what we love really is when we are allowed to just be kids and get, mm-hmm. get to tell the story, right. you know? So, so what, what? The third episode we shot called Spanish class, uh, without us really knowing, and not even thinking about that. But it became viral, which is another word that I learned uh, what it meant. And uh, first
5: time Mike learned that it wasn't, it wasn't good. Had nothing to do with show. Business. Yeah, it had nothing to do with show business. It yeah. was. Uh- <laughs> A very uncomfortable doctor's appointment. Okay, okay. Moving, on. <laughs> moving on. We were waiting for a sound effect, but no, it didn't come.
2: <laughs> t- you're killing me, T.
5: You. Oh
1: my god! Ah. Yes, exactly. A different kind of yeah, viral. Yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, and 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 after that, I was like, oh, all right, all right. This is this is the thing I can do really well like I can produce and no one in whatever project I do if I'm if I'm in the creative process and if I'm in the production process you have a lot of more to say and mm-hmm. you, you can really sh- you can really get that boat to go into the direction you want more liberty more liberty yeah. and more and, and and your voice is there and and not for selfish or ego reasons honestly like uh, unfortunately like unfortunately you get you, you understand when you see numbers that we are still not represented I mean, we've been fighting to be represented and to be mainstream. I remember you guys know Lee Chin. Yes. yes. And I love him because... Shout out to Lee Chin. Shout, shout out to Lee Chin. I love the, that man. And he said to me once, he's like, I'm never going to I'm never going to stop working and producing things for us until there's a, a, a Latino boring show. And there's a lot of depth in that, in that. He said, once we have prime time a boring Latino show, that means that we are diverse because if we still have to do shows that have to be like so either, over so the loud, top. over the top, mm-hmm. we yeah. are still considered, this is not inclusion, entire right. inclusion. Like we have, we can't, we can't fuck up. Like when we have a chance, we, we're not allowed to have shows that, that later get canceled because when we get, the amount of time to get back to have that opportunity mm-hmm. is a lot. It's very different from...
3: You have to be a Sofia Vergara kind of character in order to like be a
1: Latino on television, in other words. Yeah, right? I think it's changing, but... yeah, well, We're but, going through an interesting time, I yeah, think, of transition. Yeah. But we're not there yet. Oh, no. By no means. Oh, no, oh, no. I mean, you can hear Gina Rodriguez talks, like, Gina Rodriguez and America Ferrara, and there are women that are having their own film production companies and trying to do this in a larger scale and right. still the, the daily life of pushing projects that, that don't have a white lead, male lead, is still a challenge. So, So
3: speaking of pushing projects, you've got three coming up in L.A. Yes. That you need to talk about.
1: We got listeners in L.A. (laughs)
2: Yeah, we do. Let them know what's up. And Alabama.
1: In Alabama? Yeah. Yeah. So they might
2: fly out to L.A. People
1: from Alabama especially. I'm really interested in you guys (laughs) flying to L.A. Uh, How do I
5: mix business with show business?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Honey, get the trailer ready. We're going for a tour ride. (laughs) I'm
2: going to have some projects in L.A. We're going to go over there.
1: Please do, please come.
2: We Make love you. Make
3: sure you pack
1: them crustable peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please, please do. Please pack your sandwiches and come on October third. Oh my
2: god.
1: <laughs> no, October third. We're gonna be we're gonna be screening I another show that I'm really proud of uh, that we recently shot. It's called Bichos. and it has also a lot of people that you guys know. Let's shout them out. Oh yeah! Well, Eileen Clark. Eileen. Yes. Eileen Clark is UCB in UCB Eileen. UCB Eileen. We have uh, Lee Tran. We yes. have Andy Bustillos. Oh, yes. okay. Yes. We have. Uh, oh my God! I have. We have so many people. Uh, we have. Uh, do, 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 do. I mean, we have. Uh, no, we have. Uh, Flor Lis. we have uh Lorena Lorena Russi. Yes. Oh yes. I'm trying to think. I'm going through all the fifty we have fifty good. actors in in, uh, the, in this particular wow. oh, show. And the the one that's screening is gonna be screening on October third to the to fifth uh, at the Latino Media Festival. Nice. In LA. Fantastic. That's the first one that I invite. Especially Congrats. Yes, thank you so much. And we're very excited because we're gonna go there and meet a lot of people will get that show to be distributed so more 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 eyes can see it absolutely then we're going and this is something that you guys are going to also love because I know that you you perform live uh, with your comedy yes room room 28 28. Mm -hmm. yes and I feel you are going to be proud because we're going to go to do Second City's comedy festival on October Thirteenth, we wrote a live sketch show. Eileen yeah. is in it. Yeah. <laughs> we're singing, and we have like a, we have a, a new show that we awesome. we're flying five comedians to do to to do that festival. Uh, that's at Second City Theater yeah. in L.A. And the third project that we're doing in L.A. is for the NBC short film finals. We got into the final, uh, the finals, which are happening October 24th at the Directors Guild Associ- Association of America in LA. Congrats! And thank you so much. And that is particularly extraordinary because that festival this year is is having the, the most amount of female lead, leads in every project they're they're selecting. There's an award that's the audience award so that people can vote. So please go. Please go and vote. Uh, okay. And, you know, Wilmer Valderrama has an, an award. There, there's a bunch of things that they're giving that um, everybody should submit their projects to the NBC programs. The NBC in- inclusive programs, they have for screenwriters, for directors, for short films. Um Those they also great have a showcase. Programs. They have a great diversity yeah. program. Mm-hmm. Seriously. And they are not kidding. When you, once you get in, they are really, really on to mentoring. they you know, people can say, Oh yeah, call me whenever. You know, like right. after the festival, if you ever if you ever need my help, please call me. We were at the semifinals three months ago. From that moment to this moment, like tonight there's gonna there's a new show. So uh, called New Amsterdam on NBC. Oh,
5: I've been wanting to see that.
1: Yeah, yeah that I, I have a I have a role in the show. Oh. and because of that, the people from the semifinals. There was another show that they're gonna see, that they saw me, and they 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 actually, when I came to the room for another show. They they already knew that I was part of the semifinalist, and that there were other people that. Were vouching Ooh. for me, so that's what I'm awesome. saying is like these women, because there are a lot of women do, like supporting these projects. Are they? They're not kidding. They're yeah. they want storytellers. They want us to to be there to you know to, to to just come in and 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 to succeed and to get our projects to the next level. So that's amazing. Yeah. And we
3: have one more thing in common. We're both recipients of the UCB Diversity Scholarship. That is-
1: that is, you, we, I mean, we're the same I don't person. know what happened. Yes. Right, can we just? I don't can, know
3: what happened. Did you guys just
5: become can best we, friends?
1: I think I we are so. best friends, please. I, I just mean, got it again. You did. Thank,
3: Thank God. Because that's expensive. I know. I can't wait. All right. Well, listen, um, stick around. We have one more segment okay. where you can tell everybody where they could really find you, although you just disclosed a lot of information. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Emma Ramos. Woo! like Angel. a woman Europe. on a mission? <laughs>
5: She's going to be
2: very busy in LA in October. <laughs> All right, now I think it's time for the Que Lo Que. Un, two, three, vamos.
3: Qué lo que Emma Ramos, dímelo qué lo qué qué lo qué everybody. <laughs> Let everybody know where they can find you. Your By socials. The way, you
2: still have one fuck that you could say, so you can get it yeah. out. Yeah, make it count. Make it count. I'm gonna
1: wait. Qué lo qué. So, uh, do I sound more like a like a radio <laughs> home now? So for qué lo qué, I need you guys to follow. <laughs> to follow. Uh, I'm on Instagram at I am Emma Ramos. E M M A. R A M O S Got it for the gringos. And dichosdichos.com. <laughs> dot com d i c h o s d i c h o s dot com. Please just subscribe, and we'll share all the news. Get okay yeah. Wow. And, and you've got a bunch of stuff going on in LA, which you
3: talked about earlier. So yeah. if people follow you, they'll find out all your just, information.
1: Just follow,
3: yeah, just yeah. Just I'm definitely following you. Thank I think you so I already much. do, but I'm gonna like really follow. Do you guys want to you have
2: now. your own separate podcast? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Can we sidebar about that later? we Definitely do that.
2: Yeah. There you go. You fit it in. You heard it here first. (laughs) She fitted it it, it, in. Mike, I don't
5: want to do a a co-podcast with you, though. so (laughs) Don't get any ideas. I'm good.
3: All right, Kel. Okay, Jamie, you want to go? You want me to go? Who's next?
5: I'll go. um,
2: The.
3: (laughs) Good one, Tibby.
5: Room 28 has a sketch comedy show. You can see me and Rachel (laughs) and the rest of the group at the Triad Theater uh 158 west 72nd new york new york and um so yeah check us out we have two shows friday october 12th all right 7 p.m for the people that just get out of work you know do happy hour go straight there then nine thirty p.m for like you know the people that want to Stay late and drink with us
2: after the show because that's how we do. After the show
3: is the after party, and after the show is the hotel (laughs) lobby. Well, no, not really. After the party, it's uh, putting some babies to sleep and putting one on my breasts.
5: Mm. Well, yeah, some people are into that. Okay. Um, (laughs) All right. But yeah, check out uh, for more information. Just go to Room 28 Comedy uh, uh, on Instagram page. Then our website is. Uh, www.room28com. You struggle every I'm like, slash it's time. It's I have the name of our <laughs> troop. dot com. Yeah, but to get tickets is a slash showtime, You know, right? But go to the Instagram page, go to the website, knock yourself out.
3: Yo, as head writer of the show, right. can you tease any of the content?
5: Yeah. Um, but it's be, it's a very heavy Halloween theme. You know, mm. we don't really. uh we don't really do themes like that. Well, sometimes we do Christmas themes, but sometimes. this is very Halloweeny.
2: Halloweeny.
5: Yeah. Um,
3: Emphasis on the weenie.
5: On the weenie. Weenie. Yeah. I saw some of the sketches yesterday. We got a you funny, you know, haunted house first day. We got, mm-hmm. you know. A- a guy takes out his girl on their anniversary, but it happens to be on the same night as the purge. Um, mm. yeah, there's a lot of like shit like that. A lot happening. of first dates. It's a lot of first dates. Yeah, it's yeah. a first date theme too.
3: Oh yeah. First date exorcism. That's yeah, another sketch. Yeah.
5: yeah. Um but uh, there's other non related for non first date related sketches. But uh oh and Rachel has a crazy sketch.
3: Oh, I can't wait.
5: Uh yeah, we're she getting, plays a.
3: We're getting Olivia Newton John people, physical. Yeah. Real Older physical yeah, without her. Real one. physical. Okay. Oh yeah. And, Millennials uh, are like, what the fuck is she talking about? You know the song, that's us Get Physical? All right, never mind.
5: you have to see it to find out. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll continue to tease it in the next couple of episodes okay. after this. And uh, that's it. And Jay Ferns at Instagram.
3: Good job writing, Jamie. The sketches are really funny and really fun to do.
5: Yeah, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that.
3: Yeah. Okay, my turn. <laughs> Everybody's so surprised I just give Jamie a compliment. Uh- Okay. I
5: don't take compliments well. I
3: know. We do that here, you know? Yeah. Okay. Shout out to our partners at Yero.com, double L-E-R-O.com, the lifestyle and news platform for Latino men. Good news for all you creative folks out there, everybody here, okay? Well, except for Mike. Yero is looking for new contributors. If you've got skills with the pen or the camera they want to hear from you, so send them a note at editorial at Yero.com. For more info, Urban Latino, Sunday brunch with Chef Frank Maldonado. I know I make him Italian every week. He's going to get me at some point (laughs) he's super Latino um, but it's I just have to say it like that so Sunday brunch with Chef Frank Maldonado at Good Eats Bistro located at the Aloft Hotel's LaGuardia 100-15 Ditmars Boulevard in East Elmhurst Queens um and for me, so October 5th, Juan Bago and I are judges at the PIPER. I don't know.
2: Gonna, you probably have to find someone else. Oh, All
3: right. I don't mind doing that. Jamie, are you Jamie, available you, on October 5th? Uh, we're going to be judging bragging rights at the People's Improv Theater. And then October 14th, my writing was accepted into the She Makes Me Laugh Festival at the People's Improv yeah. Theater.
2: All right. All right. I got, I got.
3: So I'll be performing with some of my girls on October 15th. We're in the 645 time slot. So you're get big? your tickets at thepit-nyc.com. I won't
2: be around. I'll be in LA. I'm actually going to be able to see Emma's show. Because I'm going to be there on October 13th. I'll come support.
3: Okay, perfect. Yeah. This is my Keloke portion. Okay. So maybe you could talk about what you're doing in your portion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay? It, it blends itself Just sometimes. wait a few more seconds okay. and it'll be your turn, Juan okay. Ego. Um,
2: and wow, you can you call follow me, Juanito. Juan.
3: Wow. No, no, no. I called you Juan Ego.
2: Oh, Juan Ego. Okay.
3: okay. Uh, you can follow me at Rachel La Loca across all the platforms. And thank you so much, Juan Ego. It is now your turn. All
2: right. Um, I'm going to need like ten minutes. <clears throat> There's a lot going on. Okay. First off, Corriente Latina, go to the website because they always give away tickets uh, for screenings and giveaways. Uh, for Uptown Collective, October 5th, first Fridays, honoring Prince versus Michael Jackson edition at the Schwamberg Center. So go to the website, check it out. They're going to oh, have a shit, battle. I, Jamie. I-,
5: I had a karaoke night where it was, <coughs> I told people just Prince or no one Michael Jackson songs. Dope. And 20 minutes in, somebody chose, they broke the rule. <laughs> So they they're gonna have day. drinks
2: and everything, but uh, there's gonna be a battle. Are you going to plan to go with that?
5: Uh, if somebody one of y'all it's in Washington Heights, would you want to go with me? All right, yeah. All
2: right. I mean, what, October fifth. Wait, I'm. I can't. We're uh, Rachel. Aren't we judging? Uh, I no? mean, you just Sorry. backed I'll out. I'll go in spirit. So
3: I don't know okay. what you're doing. Just-
2: I want to give a special shout-out to some of our uh, LOL LOLeros.
3: LOLeros.
2: Yes. Uh, we have two Toronto listeners, Sal Bro and Ariana Tapia. You two, if you guys are single, meet up and listen to our podcast. Let us know. Uh, but shout-out to them. They support us. They, they comment and everything. So um, I want to give that special shout-out there. Yo,
3: Toronto's like a party city. We should go up there and do a podcast, right? We should. Yeah. yeah. So...
2: Uh, Ariana and Sal get together uh, create a like a Facebook page and uh, start it off and try are to get us are you assuming a- that they're single or I don't, yeah you don't know you're yet. also I don't assuming
3: know. that they live close okay. like Toronto isn't it like a huge place it's that's like- why are you trying to hook up why are
2: you trying to be a matchmaker do I don't do you know think? I mean it's a kind of you know it's, it's pretty good right uh, Obviously, this weekend, I am going to be in Austin, Texas, on the panel. Uh, so check out uh, votolatino.org if you want to see me on the panel. Uh, I'm very excited, and uh, I will be representing Latinos out loud. By the way, Rachel and I were on a podcast called Egg on Comedy. It's going to be a different topics, but it's going to be coming out in November, and Rachel and I kind of were able to talk about comedy and stuff. I mm-hmm. love the, the format of the podcast. It's a great really podcast. Dope. Yeah. So dope. Do you have um, the same chemistry as guests? On a podcast, as you do, as no, like, we host.
3: were I, we were very nice yeah. to each other. Actually, let me just tell like you should explain the no, format if you're going to compliment it. It blends. Go ahead. Well, the format basically is well. First, they got to know us a little. So once we got past that, there was um, this bracket of comedy clips where comedians were pinned or put against each other yeah. so it was kind of like George Carlin um, versus um, Bill Burr and yeah. we had to comment on their comedy and basically pick a winner from those two clips and this um, program that Homeboy had was able to pull clips of relevant subjects so they were both talking about the same thing but obviously in different comedy styles oh, it was really yeah, it was
5: interesting a was he does that in every episode or just for you guys?
3: Every
2: episode. No, he has like a, the top 16, and it's almost like a, you know the NCAA where he has the brackets. Mm. And they're going there. So we were the, the first two. And what is the name of this podcast? It's Well, his, he's going to be naming the podcast the Egg. Egg On, and this first season is going to be Egg On Comedy. Oh. So it's really, really cool. Isn't that great? That's great. The next shout-out is pretty special. Uh, there's a movie coming out called Monster and Men by Rinaldo Marcos Green. Um, and it's an amazing film that has Anthony Ramos, John David Washington, the son of Denzel Washington, mm. and Cor- J.W. Cortez is in the movie.
3: Uh-huh. And it's coming out September twenty. Kareem,
2: I think, is in the movie too. Yes, Kareem uh-huh. is uh-huh. in the movie. It's a very powerful. To- <laughs> it's a very powerful topic that obviously is going on right now with the violence, cop shooting. Um, I'm going to be putting out the the information there. It comes out September twenty eighth in all the major cities, and then after that everywhere. Um, but it's dope. Smells like Oscar worthy. So uh, stay tuned. We'll put the information there. Don't ever say that. And then I have a friend (laughs) of mine. Uh, so and then I have a friend of mine that came out with a book that's called The The Curse of the Flower, uh, The Legend of the Aconia, and uh, it's by Isadora Ortega, who was actually in my movie, uh, The Story of Juan Bago, a few years ago, uh, and she just a came out A few years with, ago? Come on.
3: Oh! All right, it was 10 years ago. Yeah,
2: maybe it decades two. ago. Yeah, uh, uh, before I yes. even knew, before I even met, right, Mike? Um, so yeah, so check all that stuff out and again I'm gonna be in uh, LA from uh, November, uh, November, October 11th to the 14th and uh, now it is time for the Keloque quickie. Que A lot of right? pressure Because lot, the la- last week we had Elvis And he was like Que lo que, manito sabe Mira no, vamos no, no, a no, no, no. This guy is named Your DJ name is Infari Yeah, Infari Infari And you represent We Are House 78 And you're here to talk about The 9am banger yeah, So man. put your hands together For Infari 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 In yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, first off How did you come up with this DJ name? Uh So I'll I'll be honest Uh, One of my partners
6: His name is Jonathan His DJ name is Real So that's like It stands for Groove I think In like German Or some weird Like country like that so I wanted to find something that sounded cool, and I like didn't have like much success. But I found something <laughs> that sounded cool with an accent. So infari stands for like lone wolf or something like that. Oh no! But oh. in my like my thought process is, if I ever make it, I know that I've made it when people are able to pronounce my name without me having to tell them.
5: Mm. Ah! So, but so it what, what are for some lone, of the bad pronunciations?
6: Infadi, Inf uh, Infari, Infari, Infari. <laughs> Uh, that not like Farina. Uh,
2: uh, yeah. <laughs> DJ,
5: DJ Safari. <laughs> DJ Farina. Rock, I'd rock <laughs> DJ, DJ Farina that for a DJ. Good, bro. DJ Farina.
6: I like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then I just decided to go with Infadi and just stuck with it. And I mean, we've been DJing for like three, four years now, and I haven't decided to change it yet.
2: So okay. talk about, but before you do, we are House Seventy Eight. Yeah. Because I'm very familiar with that. Let our listeners know. How did that start? When did it start?
6: So, again, me, Jonathan, and Anthony Warhoff, he's right there. Uh, We decided to want to become DJs from one day to the next. And we're like, all right, fuck it. Now that we're DJs, no one's going to book us. So how are we going to, like, get gigs? So in Apartment 78.
2: Yes, shout out to we're, We're cool with Jose.
6: So we're like, hey, Jose, we want to throw this party. Uh, but it it's going to be nothing but house music. So he was like, all right, house music and heights, I don't know. But you know what? We'll give you like a Sunday. So we're like, all right, now we have the date. We have the venue. What are we going to call this party? So then we were like, all right, let's play on Apartment 78 and call it House 78. So then we started throwing these little parties on Sundays. And then it kind of started picking up some steam um, when he finally was able to give us like a Saturday so then once all that was said and done, we we're like, all right, now we're making, not money, but we're making some chum change and we need like a bank account and okay. all of this. Okay. So we're like, all right, let's like solidify. So then we created the We Are House 78 umbrella, I would like to call it. Um, and then from that, STEM came the 9 a.m. banger because we had all just started DJing and we wanted people at our house to come pregame for SantaCon in 2015 so I had the DJ equipment in my crib you know told people to come through in the morning so we can pregame they start showing up at like 8.30 oh 8.45 yeah, like, you got some very the like, yeah. like they're Prompt waking friends they're waking me up I'm like holy shit I did not expect
3: it. it's funny cause like Dominicans will show up on time or early for a party. Yeah,
6: yeah. It's, yeah, it's Washington Heights. Was, it's Washington was Heights. So but at 9 like, a.m. too, yeah. I'd be like,
2: damn, dude. I mean, yeah, like, right? I know <laughs> they
6: prefer, like, Manco soli and shit yeah. while cleaning, but, like, we were playing, like, hip-hop and shit. It wasn't terrible. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah.
6: Uh, but, yeah, by, like, nine forty-five, ten o'clock, we had that shit rocking. It was probably, like, close to 100 people in there. Damn. You know, and there's, like, people legit, like, with sparklers, with bottles, like, dozen. Wow. So word sparkin'. was spreading
5: from the people that were there, and it just, like... Yo, so, that,
6: so that was just the first time we did it. Yeah. We thought it was just like a one-off. So then, come the follow, fast forward to the following year, we're like, we had, we didn't even think about doing it. It was just kind of like this was just a one-time thing. But people start tweeting us like, "Hey, when's the next nine a.m. banger?" Oh my god! Or I can't wait for Santacon. Or I can't wait to like dress up and like party with my friends in the morning. So we were yeah. like. Hold on, shit, I think we got to do something.
5: Yo, now. Palm Sunday, yo, let's yeah. do this.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
6: so then it was probably like a week out, a week and a half out be- before that Santa Con day. So we like scrambling, trying to find a venue to like let us do like a last minute party. And luckily we found some spot that we had to pay for. So then we charged people in order to like, you know, provide the venue. Mm-hmm. Uh we have like some connects with like people at Budweiser so we got like free beers and we told people nice. To you know, we we're we, we not doing it, we weren't doing it for the money. We're still not doing it for the money. We're trying to give people a, a fun experience. So then come that one ticket sold out like asap. So then we're like, "All right, that wouldn't happen. It actually got shut down cuz the the lady did not expect the party to be that much of a party." At 9:45 in the morning. At, yeah,
2: 9:45. <laughs> How sure, many like. people are we talking, <laughs> estimate? Uh 300? 300, wow. that first one. Damn. Um, Why are people so eager to party bro, so early? They're, they're,
6: everyone's just looking for a new reason to party in Drake, honestly. Wow. Yeah. So then, now come again, fast forward to the following year, we're like, all right, cool, we finally, it seems like we have something, let's like actually plan it more like accordingly. Uh, I contacted my homegirl, she's like a, an event planner, got her to like get a bunch of decorations and really turn Biestras, Bielstr- yes. a 133rd into like a whole like, SantaCon themed venue. Wow. So then we worked with the spot to like provide. Since we couldn't bring our own liquor, we provided open bar. So then the open bar became now part of our gimmick, sort of say. So we do open bar from nine to eleven. Uh, you know, have people dress up. We decorate the spot. So then that was that one in in SantaCon this past twenty seventeen. So then again, kind of just this was our thought process was let's just do it for SantaCon, but people wanted more. So they were like, all right, I can't wait for like St. Patty's Day, and we're like. Mm True. I guess we got to do St. Paddy's Day now. So, so you're like, getting
2: feedback yeah, yeah. from social media, yeah. which is like crazy in this day and age now because now it's almost like you're not even thinking of it and people are they're demanding it. Yeah.
6: So, yeah, it was a demand that like kind of forced our hands to be like, all right, I guess we got to do something now. And, you know, it's not like us trying to force it on people. It's more like the people requesting it from us. So we we're right. like, all right, you know what, let's do this. So then we tried St. Paddy's Day, Cinco de Mayo, and La Marina. And what did you which,
3: call it? You had it like special. Yeah, name. so
6: so St. Paddy's Day is Luck of the Banger. Uh, Cinco de Mayo is Cinco de Banger. Uh, we did a World Cup theme, which was Banger Mundial. And then we gotta keep gotta stay on brand with it's the banger. Perfect. And, and then the upcoming one which we have is an Oktoberfest theme, we call it Bangtoberfest.
3: Yeah. Nice.
6: So in this one we're expecting people to dress up in like Bavarian suits and you know the outfits. Provide some goodies that's going to be on brand, make the spot look very on brand.
5: Do you do personalized ones? Like, if I told you, to, like, my, my nephew's christening, could you have a baptism banger? Yo,
6: bro, we can talk. We can talk. <laughs> okay.
5: Whatever, 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 whatever the people whatever the people want, we'll make it work. But that's the next step, right? It's like, yo, I want a specific a party for, like, something <laughs> right. of mine, my, my, you know, birthday. The next or, thing you
3: know, it's going to be a fucking Evite theme. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really going to go there.
5: Rachel does a breastfeeding banger. Oh, my God.
3: (laughs)
2: Yes. Milk for everybody (laughs) on the house. Open bar. Yo, but uh, like, what is the crowd like? Like, I mean, are are there professionals? Like, explain to me how that crowd looks because it's like, this is like a Saturday or Sunday. What day of the week do you Saturdays. Saturday, Like, yo, like, what is the feedback? Like, why are people, I get it because the day drinking and they have the parties like one o'clock, you know, they have the brunch pounds and all those parties that happen that time. But you guys are nine in the morning. Like, how are people so motivated? It's a FOMO thing too, right? Because it's like. Yeah it's
6: part formal but again people are always looking for a new experience to try out you know so it's like partying at 9 a.m i I personally can't think of another party that's happening at 9 a.m so people are like all right this is happening from dudes that are from my own neighborhood you know what let me just go support my friends are already going i might as well go through and like show some love the music is good they give out free goodies it's something different let me at least give it a try and once they go to the first one it's like holy hell this shit is actually rocking Wow. Uh, so.
2: I, okay, usually it, when mm-hmm. I go brunching, right, and I drink, I can't do anything at night. Yeah. But what about 9 a.m.
6: Banger? So here's the thing, though. You can still do something at night because it yes. ends at like 4 or 5. You can nap until 10, and then you have the whole night at There it
3: is. There it is. That's there the is.
6: part there
2: of it 9 a.m. Banger. Yeah. There you could party in the morning. Take a nap and go out with your friends at night yeah. as well.
5: Do you get a lot of people that do the just uh, they they overnighted it? Like you could tell, like they didn't go, they didn't sleep at all, and went so, straight to that so nine a.m. banger. We
6: fought, we fought, people actually tweeted, so they were like, "Oh, we're just getting home at like four a.m. I'm not even gonna sleep. I'm just gonna pregame." And I'm like, "Whoa, buddy, relax. Like you're actually gonna pregame for this? <laughs> you're it's even, an you're open yeah, like, dude. No, it's chill. like it's open bar from 9 to eleven. Why are you pregaming? But again, people are just like, and what's they pregame party hard.
3: six a.m. like with the fucking booters. six a.m. banger?
6: <laughs> (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Literally. They're eating mango, heating up their oatmeal, like spiking it with like like liquor.
0: Yeah. It's a great it gets a There's always
2: a market for pregame. So you thought nine AM is there. No, there's some other group. Yeah. Nah, son. Seven AM. There's gonna be a five AM banger. Nine AM. Wow.
3: How can people learn about the nine AM banger?
6: So they can follow us at at the nine AM banger on at the nine am banger on Twitter and then they can also follow us at We Are House78 on Twitter and Instagram because we also throw different type of events. Uh, throughout the year, not just, you know, the 90 and banger. That just happens to be, like, right. our main thing for now.
0: That's
2: great. So are you saying now that Rachel's going to have a clear channel of communication for other types of banger just via Twitter? She can tweet you guys yeah. and give you feedback for future stuff?
6: Yeah, we're, we're all very responsive. Uh, we understand that. Like, I actually work in digital advertising, so I understand that you have mm. to communicate with your audience So anyone tweets Has message me Like I always get back To them Even if it's On some like Hey we can't answer This question right now Like they may want to know When the next one is Hey sorry We can't answer right now But you know Just stay tuned I'll make an announcement in like three or four weeks or something like that, just to make sure that you know people know that we're responsive.
5: If it was me, it'd be like, yo, sorry, I missed the nine a.m. banger, man. I woke up at one. one." (laughs) (laughs) I woke up at one in the afternoon, man. Just
3: tell Jamie it's literally a a. seven a.m. banger, so
2: he's there at nine. Yo, I'm in an Uber. I'm (laughs)
5: going to try to make the open bar. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to give away a pair of tickets. Oh. So we're excited about that. But thank you for coming through. And thank you guys for having me. How are us, we going to
3: give away tickets? On social media?
2: Yeah, we're going to give it away on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, we'll figure so it out. make
3: sure to follow us at We Are Latinos Out Loud to understand yes.
5: how to do will will tickets. We, will, we, will, be, will we be able to wake up at 9 a.m. to do like a special 9 a, uh, uh, a banger, mm. uh, uh, podcast banger?
3: We would. Would you? <laughs> yeah,
5: you? I don't know, bro. We'll come. We'll provide breakfast. On uh, the day. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. I just I won't go to sleep I'll I'll be the guy like stayed up yeah the Today Show uh, (laughs) pregame
3: well thanks thanks for coming on the show and talking about it it. awesome okay well it's that time where we bid adieu adios great show
2: yes and listen let us know where you live where do you hear us from whoa whoa creepy
3: I know Mike relax (laughs) damn
5: relax I just met you (laughs)
3: Where you repping? Where's your hood?
2: Holler at us on social media. We want to talk to you. And if you live close enough, email us at wearelatinosoutloud.com. Not yet. Uh, Wearelatinosoutloud (laughs) at gmail.com. And you can see us live here live studio audience. Yes, come
3: be a part of the action. We want to thank you for listening. We've got some really good reviews that have come in recently. Mm -hmm. They're making us very emotional. Mm -hmm. So thank you for the compliments (laughs) and also send us suggestions. Are there guests that you'd like us to interview? Mm -hmm. Are there segments that you think we should do? Mm -hmm. Are there topics that we should talk about? Talk to us. Give us a call. No big whoop. (laughs) Let us know what's on your mind. Email us. Again, we are Latinos Out Loud at gmail.com. On Instagram and Facebook, we we are Latinos Out Loud and on Twitter it's Ibago. Great show, guys. Frank, we miss you.
5: We miss you, Frank. Great show, Rachel. Great show, Juan Igo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's going to be my new name. You know that. Thanks. You
3: created it yourself, my friend, and on that, note, We out.
2: Total Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same day
4: delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine and More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Oye, mijo, que show es <laughs> ese que están escuchando? Tremenda